Dear Diary, today I interviewed Marcus, who is Rex Royal of Queen's University of Charlotte. He's the only one in the suit, and he has some great stories and some great influences. So take a listen. How long have you been a mascot? Um, probably for about five years now. Um, I did two years in high school. And then the past three years at Queen's University. Awesome. And what made you want to become the mascot? Um, it always just seemed like cool. Uh, I guess like on TV or like movies and stuff. Um, so I've always wanted to try like just once. And then in high school, like the one time I did, I did like such a good job that wanted me to stay as a mascot. And then when I came to Queen's, I actually wanted to be on the cheerleading team, but the team wasn't co-ed at the time. So they said, like, well, just try out try out to be the mascot, and then you can just wait until the team is co-ed to be on the team. And here we are, like, three, four years later, still a mascot. So That's crazy. That's, that's cool that, you know, well, I mean, that's odd that you had to wait for it to become co-ed, but, I mean, now you're on the team, so that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, the team still isn't coming. We had a guy who was supposed to come this year or last year, but then financial aid kind of like messed him up with that. So he had to go to a different school. So, oh, bummer. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, which movies did you watch that you're like, oh, I want to be the mascot? <laughs> like... <laughs> um, I can't remember the exact titles, but I know there's like so probably some movies on Disney Channel. Oh, yeah. okay. So, like, so characters and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I can't remember the exact title of the movie, but I know like, one Disney Channel movie, like, where the main character was a student who wanted to be a mascot, so. I'm not familiar with Disney movies in the past five years. Like, I feel like, I, I don't even remember if it was that my, my time or if I was, like, still coaching and stuff, like, high school musical and all that, and I was like, oh, no, I'm so not into that, but I don't know. <laughs> After that, like, I stopped watching Disney movies, so, like, Disney well, Channel you're not, movies. You didn't really miss too much after that. That was kind of, like, Disney's, I guess, like, silver era for, like, TV movies, and, like, after that, I kind of went downhill. Oh, yeah. So, are, are you the only one in the suit at the university, currently? Yes. Um, currently, I'm the only person in the suit. Um, there's, well, at the current moment, there's, like, rumors that I'm going to have someone try out to become the mascot. I hope those rumors are true because, you know, as a senior, I'm graduating and I need to, like, train someone yeah. to, uh, to be Rex Royal. Uh, but, yeah, I have been the only person in the suit since I tried out freshman year. Oh, wow. So how have you dealt with, like, your studying and all the events and what type of events do you do? Like, and how do you juggle it? Well, it helps out that the coach sends um, a schedule for like each semester. So that has all of our practices and major events that have been like confirmed over the summer. So I kind of like plan it around that. Then I leave some like rigor room in my schedule for like surprise events that pops up. All right, so like some events that I do, I do um, a lot of like on-campus events. Like of course, like it's like all the basketball games here, both men's and women. And then I go to at least one home game for each sport that we have on campus. Um, and then I also go to some like off-campus events, so at like elementary or middle schools, 
I've been to also. I went to a church function for the first time last semester. And then I also get invited to professional events. So like for the Charlotte Hornets, the, um, the Charlotte Knights, um, and the Charlotte, Charlotte Checkers. Um, so they invite me to the, come out to their mascot nights, and I just like basically hang around and have fun with them. For my future, <laughs> like reference of like, I was like, okay, I've reached out to those. <laughs> Who are the Charlotte Checkers? Like, what team is that? The Checkers are the minor league hockey team. Oh, okay. Yeah, I and I've also had um, been at the mascot night for the Charlotte House, which is the major league lacrosse team. I've been for the Charlotte Panthers, the NFL team, and Charlotte Hornets, NBA, Charlotte Knights, minor league baseball. Yeah, those are like the main professional events I've been to. I've actually been to one for the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte because they have a mascot as well. I think his name is uh, Chester, maybe Chester the Cheetah. I probably got his name wrong. Yeah, I have seen, I have heard of him and I've seen him like on Twitter and stuff. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's cool. So, I mean, that's a lot of events. Which one do you feel is your favorite? Like, do you like the school events or do you like the big, like, events where you're at, you know, the NBA game and all that? Or Gosh. Well, I don't want to, like, (laughs) get any people mad on this question. So, probably for on-campus events, my favorite event had to probably, like, um, a basketball game. Usually when we have... Like, when we go to playoffs, those are usually, like, the best times because, you know, you entertain, like, different fans or you have your own fans come out there. Um, so they just have, like, a big, um, like, big fan, which is, like, fan entertainment level going up. But probably my favorite professional event to do would have to be um, the mascot bowl from the Charlotte Panthers simply because it's just mascots playing football. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> What's more fun than that? No, yeah. And I've seen those videos. Those videos are hilarious. And, like, people will commentate, like, them, like, afterwards and stuff, like, after the fact. So, I mean, those videos are hilarious. I have to post that. (laughs) I'll post a video. Yeah. So those are always, like, hilarious and stuff. So do you get, like, really – because I've seen the videos. Like, those mascots just go after those kids. Have you tackled, like, the kids or what? Uh, well, for Charlotte Panthers, it's mascots versus mascots. Oh, what? Okay. So, how, I mean. It's interesting that you brought up kids because at some of my, like, on-campus events, um, sometimes I, like, accidentally, like, hit kids or, like, kick them because I don't see them. <laughs> um, but, I like, at a soccer games, um, this is one kid for some reason. At every like time he sees me, he has to like punch me in the balls. I have to like hold back and like not just punch him in the face. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Like every single time, like this kid, like you recognize the kid and you see him. Kid, I recognize him. Like for the past three years, every soccer game I've been to, he's been there and always punched me in the balls. I'm just like, who is this kid? And can someone please control him? Do you think? He like thinks you're someone else or something, or he just thinks it's funny and he's just being a little punk. Like I don't know. I feel like he he doesn't understand that as someone inside the suit, but I also think he's just doing it because he thinks it's fun, even though it's really not for me. <laughs> How old is this kid? Um, I mean, three years. I mean, he's gotten a, he's getting older. He's got to learn like somewhere. <laughs> like I think when I first met the kid, it's about like five or six. 
Wow. And so like nine by like eight or nine. And yet he still does it. I mean, I haven't seen him yet this year because we haven't been to a soccer game yet, but I hope he has learned by now. <laughs> oh my gosh. You Do you have a handler? Do you have a handler? Um, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't for like the okay. professional events. Um, and other off-campus events, I try to bring one of my cheerleaders as a handler because they love it because they get free stuff anyway. But it really helps me out to have someone like take pictures or like make sure I know where I'm going. Um, but for like on-campus events, now it's kind of like hit or miss simply because like a scheduling wise. Um, so sometimes I'm by myself and that's okay, but I usually prefer to have a handler. Yeah, I think for that game, you need to have a handler just so that they can, like, you just need to keep an eye out and they just, just need to be recording the whole time. <laughs> so when that kid walks up to you, you need to get it, like, on camera, <laughs> like, on film, yeah. I really should. I mean, just be like, for the next person, like, watch out for these, like, for this particular kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and then you'll just have everything documented, like, and be, all right, next slide. And be like, this kid right here, you see this kid? Watch out. Every soccer game, he's going to come hit you <laughs> like, where it all hurts. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so you said you were the only one. Did So did you have to audition? Did we talk about that? Like, I don't remember if you mentioned an audition, like. Um, yeah, I did have to audition. I was actually kind of nervous about it because they said, like, here, just put on, like, the gloves and the head and the feet, not the body, and then just go out there and just, like, try to, like, entertain the judges and just be, like, with the cheerleaders because they're because the cheerleaders they were showing the judges what the new trials were supposed to look like and what our game day situation was supposed to look like. And I was like, okay. I don't know what I'm doing, so let's just wing it. <laughs> so I was trying to shake the judge, like one of the judges' hands, and I accidentally knocked over their coffee. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and it spilled all over the papers. And I was like, "Well, I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't say I had to, like, you know, like mime it out. But, you know, mascots can't talk." Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, the whole thing, I was like, um, "I was like, man, I feel like I didn't move a lot. Um, I feel like I wasn't like I could have done so much more." But it was honestly like the first time I was like in the suit and it was like such higher quality than my high school album suit. So I was like, so at the end of the audition, like, you know, if I'm not going to get this, but like, it'll be okay. At least I tried out. And then um, with all tryouts, all auditions for the, the cheerleading team to have a post tryout interview. And the moment I sat down, like, you know, after exchanging pleasantries and all, they were like, Here's the deal. Well, this is a coach. Here's the deal. I want you as a mascot. Like, right there and then. I'm like, wow, didn't I even think about it? Like, they literally just wanted me. I'm like, I I guess I can't pass this up. That's awesome. But was it because you were the only one? Like, I've been in that situation before where it's like, yeah, I offered someone the job, but I didn't tell them, like, you were the only one that tried out your, like, (laughs) that came for the interview, but. I mean, that's what I thought, too. Like, you know, I was the only one that tried out. And the year before me, they had two people, um, like, who, like, ex- like, who shared the suit. But apparently, like, they weren't that good. And during my interview, they said, like, like you're really good, like, in the suit. And I was like, well, so I just, so I just took guys, like, good compliments. And I figured, like, they would work with me. Because high school mascot is different than being a college mascot, obviously. So then, like, every so often, I, like, ask them for advice my freshman year, like, what can I do better, and all that stuff, like, how can I interact with fans more, because I, because in high school, I was really limited in what I could do, so I had to, like, basically, like, 
we learn how to become a mascot. And so I kept asking my coach like for permission, like can I go up to their stands? Can I mess with like with the officials? Uh, what pregame stuff can I do? And it's so like, yeah, you can do this and this and that. And then eventually, like now, they're basically like, okay, just put on a suit. You can do whatever you want. Just don't make too much of a mess out there. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. You said that there was a a huge difference between your high school suit and your your college suit, your current suit. So what what are the differences? Um, well, my high school mascot it was Charlie the Unicorn because uh, I'm the mascot was the unicorns. Um, so the suit, it was handmade because I think it was made by a few alumni and then they donated it to the school. And the eyes were like basically like where your uh, like forehead is. So I have to like bend down the nose like in the front because, you know, it's like a normal like horse head. So you like bend down the nose so I can see through the eyes. And it's kind of like a felt fabric for the body. And... Mm-hmm. Of course, I had holes and rips in it after a while. I had to get like one of my friends to fix up the suit because it just got so bad. I was like, like there's no way I can like be in this suit with all these holes in the suit. So I'm glad I had a friend that was actually good at sewing because I was not. And then the person, like one of the administrators, who was supposed to be in charge of the suit, he just did not care about it at all. And it was oh. basically all on me. And I was like, eventually, I just got to a point where like, I cannot be the mascot anymore if you cannot help me out with this suit. So I just stopped being a mascot. Like, the final, I guess, well, I guess the final half of the last semester of high school. Was Were they not, like, cleaning it, or, or what was the issue? Or? Yeah, he was not cleaning it at all. I had to, like, clean it myself all the time. Um, I asked him, like, hey, can you get this dry cleaned? Or can you at least get some, some of the patches? And also, like, in that high school suit, we had a styrofoam kind of, like, body, like, like kind of over to go around your torso. And even that was falling apart. And I'm like, can you at least give me a new one of these? And I ministered kept saying, like, yeah, sure, I get that fixed. Never did. So oh, I just okay. got fed up with that. And I was like, I can't do this anymore if you're not going to help me out with this. Do you know if they, they continued with someone in the suit or is there no mascot there anymore? Um, I mean, it's been a while. They but. eventually got a person to do like one-off events, but the last time I checked in um, with the school, the mascot suit is no longer there. Apparently, the administrator lost it somehow. What? Oh my god! Right? Crazy. And I'm just like, how do you lose a whole mascot suit? That's <laughs> crazy. I don't know. It got lost, and now no one is the mascot of that school. Oh bummer! That's a bummer. Yeah. I was talking to someone, I, I won't go into too much detail, but they were telling me about how they were the mascot for this company, and that company has lost pieces. And since they're not uh, really working their like, shifts and all that, I mean, they only come in to be the mascot, that company has, they've lost props, they've lost pieces of the suit, they've lost the keys to the van where they go, like... <laughs> Where they where they keep the suit and where they you know they ne- obviously need to transport to the event so they couldn't go to a whole event because they couldn't find the keys and I was like what like you're a company like I mean obviously you're an employee but like take some pride in working for your company and you know keeping your products and like 
placing the keys to your van in you know the appropriate place so yeah like that i just think that's a bummer when when people don't take their job seriously and and don't want to help out like for the better of everyone else like i don't know that's a bummer i agree i agree yeah but the suit now is like so much better quality it's like kind of like mesh inside um, i can actually see through the eyes this time um, you know to a certain point Oh yeah, I feel like I I've seen that suit, so like that's that's a legit suit. I just didn't know what the what the high school one was like, but I I kind of pictured it now. So hopefully the listeners can picture that like unicorn head and a felt suit. So you mentioned that kid punching you every time. I'm just gonna get into that question. How do you deal with the crazy kids, the maybe the crazy adults, and maybe the crazy women? I don't know. Do you have any other stories? <laughs> Let's see. I know, like, one time, it was probably, like, at a professional event. I was just, I go around to mess with the, uh, the different, like, food vendors just to see if I can get, like, free stuff out of it. <laughs> yeah. And so one time, like, I was just messing, like, with, like, one of the cashiers, and she gave me, like, basically a full beer, like, to drink, like, <laughs> like in a cup and everything. I'm just like, did she really expect me to just, like, take this? <laughs> Did she realize you're the college mascot? I mean, and at the time, I actually wasn't. Um, I was, I was under twenty one too. Like while I was in the suit, she just like poured, poured a whole beer. And I was like, okay, well, let me get like some popcorn and some cotton candy. She got that too. And she just gave it all to me. I'm just like, wow, how are you not fired by now? <laughs> so I left the beer, but I took the popcorn and cotton candy and just like walked away. And, like, everyone, like, that was around me just started laughing at her. I feel bad for her. Because I know she was, like, trying to be, like, be nice and all. But at the same time, it's like, you actually gave a mask out of beer. <laughs> That's happened one other time. And, and the guy actually took it and chugged it in the restroom. <laughs> but it was the opposite. I've had this, this story before. Well, it happened with Howler when we were at the NHL. I was at the NHL All-Star Game and I was trying to take a picture with him and he was standing on the counter and he's telling like the ladies points to the popcorn. And so she gets him the popcorn, but the whole time the ladies are like, are you going to pay for that? Like, he's not going to pay for that. Like, don't give him that. Like, he's not going to pay for that. Right. But she gave it to him. And then like, we took our picture and I, I felt like maybe since I was standing waiting for a picture, she thought that I was going to pay for it. I was like, I'm not paying for his like popcorn. Like, <laughs> And then so like, yeah, he just walked away and then it was just like hilarious because i heard the lady saying i told you he wasn't gonna pay for that like and then so yeah like i mean mascots get away with a lot so but that's yeah that's that's why one like one reason why i love being a mascot i just get away with just so many things that you normally couldn't outside of the suit yeah back to that little kid because when you get those little kids like that i mean how do you just like avoid that? So he socks you, he punches you. Does he just leave or do you have to like make your way to avoid him? I mean, what's the situation there? Uh, I usually have to find my way to like just like leave but without like trying to hurt him so much because sometimes he tried to like punch me like again like two or three times. Oh my God. So I have to like try to like block him and then like so eventually I just like just like pick him up and just like just carry him around and just wait till his parents come by. And then I just, like, drop them off over there. You got to love those kids where it's like, where's your parent at? You know, or like, where is your guardian? Right. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Because, uh, well, normally, like, Rex, uh, one of his personas is to be, like, a ladies' man. Uh-huh. So I, like, sometimes, like, I, like, look at a girl and just be, like, the whole, like, like that whole call me thing. 
you know, yeah. with fingers like by the ear. And like one girl actually wrote down her number and like gave it to me as Rex. I'm just like, okay, like you actually interested in mascots like that, like. <laughs> Well, you never know. I mean, mascots are funny people. No one's ever told me this. I thought I would get a ton of these stories. Like, oh, yeah, like ladies give me their numbers like all the time. You are the first in 38 episodes. That is awesome. And I've asked the question like, oh, have you gotten any digits or anything? It's like, nope, nothing. And so like, I was waiting for this because there's crazy women out there. (laughs) They want the funny, goofy guy, you know what I mean? Or they like the mystery behind that. So I've always wanted like this to come up. But so did you call her? (laughs) Like, no. Um, I didn't call her because I just felt like that would be weird because one, it would expose like who the person is like under the suit. (laughs) And then like two, I'm like, I don't know if I want to like be connected to that person just give out a number to a mascot. I'm like, I don't know what he's into. I mean, I'm not trying to king shame or anything, but I'm not into that. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I, I always think back to the behind the mask character where Tux, like he, he met his wife or whatever, like mascotting. So, you know, you never know. There's like those stories where, you know, you meet the love of your life. If you're mascotting like all the time, like, you think like you might like meet someone like there. And I know it's difficult or whatever because you don't want to expose who you are and like, and blah, blah, blah. I might cut this out because this is like weird, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just like think about like that stuff and it's like, yeah, like you're meeting tons of people. You know what I mean? Like, you never know. Like, if you're single in that mascot suit, like you might like meet your person. Like, you never know. So I don't know. I don't know how it would come about. But yeah, that's definitely one of the ways is like just throwing out your digits. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you brought that up because like my ex, she actually hated the fact that I was a mascot because she was like <laughs> anti like furry. Like, so much, like, I mean, she basically just tolerated me being a mascot, but, like, anytime, like, when I was in a suit, she tried her best to, like, avoid me. Was it, like, a texture, like, phobia? Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't... I don't know what the phobia was. It just, like, she just didn't like the fact that I, like, her boyfriend, well, her boyfriend at the time was, like, in the mascot suit. And plus, like, when I'm in the suit, I'm, like, a different person, like, it's really, like, a different persona for me, so it's not, like, acting. So, like, how I am, like, as Rex... It's almost completely different from how I am as a person. Yeah. I think that's just, it comes with the territory. Like, if you know you're, you know, whether you were with that person before, you know, they got into the mascotting job or, you know, while they were mascot, like, you got to know that that's just all acting, you know what I mean? And that comes with the territory. But also, like, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, personally, that thing grosses me out. Like, those suits gross me out. I mean, I tolerate it I un- because I understand that the suit is dirty and mascots mess with me and they'll like rub on my face and stuff and i'm just like dude like that's so gross i know i know the behind the scenes stories about like when you guys wash that thing and like how many people like touch that suit so yeah like i would prefer not to like be next to it but yeah i just i take a picture i go along with whatever like the mascot's doing you know what i mean i never thought about that like how many people like actually touch the suit yeah i used to wash the suit like after every game because, you know, it gets, like, pretty sweaty in the suit. So I was like, I have to wash it. But I never really thought about, like, mm, like, like probably 50 to hundreds of people, like, touch the suit in, like, one given day. No, yeah. I mean, you're constantly mingling. And then when I actually, like, it's it's a mascot that I'm familiar with, and I go and I say hi. And so, I don't know, I feel like I, I pat him on the back or, like, 
I shake their hand. Even then, it's like, oh my God, you are dripping with sweat. I am touching like someone else's sweat. And it's okay, like, because I want to, you know, greet you and say hi. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, that's so gross. Like, you know, so that, that part grosses me out. But anyway, but I mean, I understand it's part of the whole gig. You know what I mean? So (laughs) anyways, like you talked about, like, you know, they just let you do your thing. So what skits and promotions do you like to do? And are there any maybe major dangerous things that you've done? Well, I, I really just started getting into like skit creation last season. I only did a few. Like the first event that we did, I was kind of like a spoof on Pokemon Go. Um, I did like Cheerleader Go. So I had like this giant beach ball that looked like a Pokeball. And then I made like a giant cardboard like iPhone, just like throw, and I do like the beach ball, like one of the cheerleaders. And I went, I just like picked her up and just like ran away with her. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> is there a video of this? I need like video of this. <laughs> I don't know if it is, but I have to ask my coach. Hopefully they recorded that. Yeah, definitely send me, send me it if you have it. I'll post that. That's, that sounds really funny. <laughs> we all do. And then, let's see. And another one I tried to do, but kind of failed. Um, I tried to do, like, a whole Bachelor thing because the Bachelor finale just happened, like, the week or week before um, that game happened. But people really didn't understand the concept very well, and it took too long. So I kind of had to, like, cancel, like, partway through. I was going to try that one again, but just, like, more important. And, like, then, like, the most dangerous skit I've done uh, was actually my first professional event at the Charlotte Hornets. And I was in a human size slingshot and then when the slingshot like went the ropes got like wrapped around my neck under that like the head what so i was yeah it was crazy i was like i was like oh my goodness i cannot die in this suit in front of thousands of people here so i tried to like unloosen like the, the rope around my neck under the head but every time i tried to like pull one rope it tightened it like overall so i just like sit there and was like okay i'm just gonna wait for someone to just come help me out here Oh my gosh. I would have like freaked out. Like, I mean, I have anxiety issues as it is, but like, I wouldn't, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have yeah, known what to it do. It took so much effort to like not freak out in the suit. Cause I was like, I have to remember like, okay, I'm in costume. I have to like act like everything is fine and not like take the head off or anything. Yeah. I I mean, I would have just gone with it. Like, dude, like this is a fail, but like make a big scene out of it. You know what I mean? Like try to make it funny. Like, oh, it was a fail. Like where I don't even know the situation, though. So you went out and like, did you even get to like really sling or you just got caught? Like you got stuck? Well, like I been, like the sling was released, but it wasn't released very well. So I kind of got like stuck like half ray like his full release and then the people that like holding it like on the sides they kind of like they kind of got like got pulled with me because you know i wasn't released from the middle of the slingshot so i think that's how they knew like something was like wrong but to me it felt like forever before they realized something was actually wrong oh my god (laughs) but you were okay right like you didn't get choked out or anything or yeah i was fine i don't i don't think i got choked out at all or even much I mean, maybe like a little bit because it's kind of hard to remember me like full of adrenaline, just trying to like survive and everything. (laughs) But yeah, but I think at the end of it, I was fine. And then like as soon as that like that skit was over, I went back to the like the green room, just took the head off. Like, okay, let me breathe for a second. Like, I don't care what's next. I just need a few minutes to myself right now. Oh, yeah. 
I'd be traumatized. <laughs> oh man, I don't do well like in, under stress and like just things that aren't planned. So yeah, oh my gosh, I would have freaked. That's crazy. Yeah. And I think because of that, they kind of stopped using human slingshots at the Charlotte Hornets now. Like I've never seen the music after that day. Oh my gosh. Okay, so at those events, so do you know who the performer is now for for Hugo? Yes. Um, so okay. for what for my experience being a mascot in Charlotte, we're very connected to each other. Like yeah. I know personally, almost all the professional mascots in town. I've also have their their email and their phone numbers. Um, for one of them, I even have their Snapchat. So yes, yeah, so we like basically follow each other on Instagram and all that stuff, and it's kind of just comment on each other's pictures as our, as our mascot personas. Yeah, North Carolina is definitely, like, my second biggest download state, and that's that's second to California, which I live in California, so North Carolina is, like, boom, the second biggest download state for me. I see all the events, and every mascot is there. Yeah, that's what, like, you know, that's what I like, like, how close-knit we are. I mean, I don't know how it is in other states, but I know, like, some of the professional guys, they kind of talk about like like how they're connected to like other professionals in different states in their sports because like they're all kind of like i found the nfl mascots like every year they have like a mascot combine or a mascot convention so they all yeah. meet for three days come up with skits and do videos i think the nba does the same thing that's crazy that you guys all know each other and i just think that's great and i've heard that like it's like everyone knows everyone i really just see it with with charlotte and north carolina like you guys are just at every event like everybody's there at like all the birthday parties which i think is is great so with those connections do you feel like you might go into professional mascotting like as a career or you're gonna stick to your career path that is a career per se but um maybe like a side job or part-time because i just want to become a dentist but I've actually almost got a professional job with the NASCAR Hall of Fame because they wanted me to be the ma- the backup mascot. But as soon as they were like about to hire me, they got put on a hiring freeze. And I think they're still on that. So hopefully they can stop the freeze. I can probably get like a part time job as a backup mascot. But post college, maybe just like part time at like at a minor league baseball um, team somewhere, wherever like that's closest to the dentistry school I go to. That would be cool. So it's definitely that you want to, you know, keep going with, right? That's something you want to, you know, stick with. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do it like full time professionally, like how the Panthers mascot or the Hornets mascot do it. Cause they do like, they basically stay in here like all week and they have like a few events like each day. Some of them, I don't want to do that. Like what they do, but Maybe if, like, you know how baseball, their season only goes for, like, a few months out of the year. So that is something I wouldn't mind doing. But they have a lot of games. <laughs> that is true. But most of the mascots don't travel with the team. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So basically, like, when you do have, like, when you do have a homestand, it's probably, like, at most five to six games in a homestand. And that's probably, like, on a high end. So basically, just like a week every so often, you just gotta gotta work. I forgot to ask: Did you do you get any benefits from being the school mascot? Um, I do get a scholarship for being a mascot. So that I use the scholarship isn't like too much. I think it's about a thousand dollars a year. But it generally helps out with um, books, also our athletic insurance that all athletes have to have on my campus. 
So that basically with that coverage just from that one scholarship. It's definitely cool. I think any bit like helps though. I mean, when you're paying for college so that you're not in debt like after like I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Does anyone know that you're in the suit? Like I know other mascots know that you're in the suit, but family, friends My family does like my, my parents are kind of skeptical at first about it, like, really? Like, going to be a mascot? And then once they finally saw me at a game, like, how, like, good I was as a mascot, they were like, oh, wow, you should, like, keep doing that. And then it's weird, like, with, like, the people on campus who you know, I want to say about a third of the campus actually know that it's me in the suit. And then, like, another third has, like, suspicions because, like, they don't know me very well. So, like, they don't really know that I'm in the suit. And another third just do not know at all. So, I really don't mind this year if people know that I'm in the suit. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to go out and tell people that I'm in the suit. Do you have any plans for graduation? Like, pictures or a big reveal or something? I'm not sure. I just really hope someone else is in this suit so I can finally get a picture with Rex because I've never gotten a picture with Rex and I'm actually kind of sad. Oh my gosh. You just have to stick someone in there and be like, here, like, take pictures with me. <laughs> so I may do that like pre-graduation, but like on graduation because I'm senior class president so I have to speak during the graduation. So I'm thinking of maybe like wearing his tail like under my cap and gown. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's a thing. that'd be cool. Yeah, I've seen that like all I see that all the time, like where they wear like the feet or something. Actually, I might do that. It, I guess it depends on like how I feel on that day, like whether I want to do this tail or wear his feet. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll figure something out and then definitely like post post pictures because he has social media, right? So yes. yeah, I follow him. <laughs> that's awesome. I think you should do that. <laughs> And is there anything else? Because I'm going to ask my three ending questions. So, <laughs> Actually, another thing about one of my favorite stories of me being in the suit happened this past semester. I don't know how I pulled this off. But I went to an event and I forgot to bring his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and it, it was too late to go back to school to grab his hands because then I'd be like 20 minutes late into the, the event. And events are like an hour long. So, luck for me, I had a sweatshirt, like a Queen's University cheerleading sweatshirt, and it had pockets up front. So, I basically put on the suit, and then I put his sweatshirt on, well, my sweatshirt on, and I just put my hand in the pocket in the front, and I had my handler go around, like, with me, it's like, oh, he's sick, he doesn't want to shake people's hands. And people actually <laughs> fell for that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, so it's not like giving me a high five. I just get like knock him with like with my elbow, you know, just like a quick elbow touch. Yeah, and that's then, like, quick. And I know like mascots, you know, use their hands a lot, but I just like was jumping up and down. I use my torso a bit more, and like the only person that caught on that that I didn't have my hands was like um, the mascot for the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Like he realized I didn't have my hands. I was like, yeah, I didn't, but <laughs> he thought it was funny actually. So it all worked out in the end. That's awesome. I love that. You know, quick thinking right there. So what is your favorite thing about mascotting? My favorite thing is probably entertaining the fans at games because most of the time, like, fans kind of look bored if they don't know what's going on or they're just there just to support like, one of their friends, but if their friend's on the bench or something. So when I just go around and just, like, see people, like, smile and laugh, that probably would be, like, the best thing. And the hardest thing about mascotting? Uh... <laughs> 
probably just being in the suit for hours because most of our basketball games are double headers. So it would be like the women's game followed by the men's game, like 20 minutes. So oh, wow. that, and that usually lasts about four to five hours or so. So basically being in the suit for that long. That would probably be the hardest part. Yeah, dude, that's that's crazy. I went to like one basketball game. They didn't do like double headers like that or anything. But I mean, it was pretty long. Like I, I know it's different timing. It was my first like college basketball game and stuff. So, but yeah, I was just like, wow, this is long. It was interesting. It was cool to, to see and everything. But yeah, so I can't imagine two back to back. And which mascots inspire you the most? <sighs> Let's see. Well, when it comes to skits, it would have to be Sir Purr of the Carolina Panthers because I love his his like his videos because uh, he has he has he posts his videos on his Facebook page and I just like have to watch all of them because I just find them so funny or hilarious and I like how quick he is when it comes to like responding to um, national trends. But my overall inspired um, that's gonna inspires me would have to be Willie Bulls, the Durham Bulls, because that's my hometown and I grew up watching that mascot since I was like five going to going to the Durham Bulls games. So he probably inspires me just like be out there and entertain with fans and all that. That's awesome. And any shout outs shout outs to anyone in the world? <laughs> well to all the mascots in Charlotte, so so Purr, um, Hugo Hornet Chubby Checker from the Charlotte Checkers, and then Homer the Dragon from Charlotte Knights. So yeah, so all my buddies in Charlotte. And then, of course, Willie Bull of the Durham Bull. I'd give him a shout-out. And then probably to, like, my coaches of the Queens University Cheerleaders team. That's awesome. And then, yeah, definitely there's, like, a ton of mascots where you are. So shout-out to them. If they want to be on the show, definitely <laughs> tell them they should give me an interview. Yeah, I will. I'll let them know about Mascot Diaries. <laughs> thank you so much. I want to thank you for, for reaching out. I know you had just like mentioned it on, on Instagram and I was like, no, yeah, like I'll, I'll grab an interview with you and I emailed you. So, and I think you had to ask for permission, correct? <laughs> yeah, like anything like, like mascot related for like events or like stuff like this, it has to go through my coach first and then she'll ask me if I really want to do it, or then she'll look into it and stuff like that. So Yeah, so thank you to whoever approved that. Because honestly, once I, I wasn't sure if you were going to ask for permission or how that went. I just got an email, you know, saying like, oh, are our mascots like interested in doing an interview? So usually when someone says I have to ask for permission, like I never hear from them again. So <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who, you know, approved you being on the show. And thank you for your time. and. Best of luck. All right. Thank you. And that was it for episode number 38. That's all I got. Like, that's all I have recorded. I have one interview scheduled this Tuesday. So I hope that'll be 39. We'll see. I had like four interviews last week and they all fell through. I'm going to reach out to those people again. I have. A few people that I want to reach out to in Florida, but since Irma happened, like I, I kind of just want to give that time. I don't want to be, I don't want to seem insensitive and be like, "Hey, you want to give me an interview?" And I know you're going through all this like tragic stuff over there, so I don't, I don't know what the situation is like specifically like for those mascots, but, but yeah, I'm just gonna give that a little bit of time. And like I said, I'm gonna go till 40. Hopefully, I can reach 40 and then uh, take a break and collect a few more, reach out to a few more people, and hopefully get to 50. But I need 
need some time. Like I'm really, really busy with work and stuff. So September is never good for me. We'll see how that goes. I'm going to post that Stanley C. Panther interview as a blog, but it's just, I hope to get to 39. If I don't get to 40, I'm going to use that as 40. So I know I'm just sitting on it. I'm just waiting. It's like posting everything with my picture, but I just, I don't want to post it yet. I, I feel like I, I need it. So if you would like to be on the show, it is contact at mascotdiaries.com. Tell a friend and follow me on any social media at Mascot Diaries on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And feel free to email me with feedback and all that if you want to hear a question. Yeah. As always, thank you, thank you for listening and take care.